everybody. Welcome to the Playing With Power podcast, the issue-by-issue retrospective on Nintendo Power Magazine. I am your host, Ben, and with me, as always, is my co-host, Mike. Hey, everybody. And John. Yo. We realized that we may have uh, some new listeners this time, so we're going to introduce ourselves a bit, bit longer here. If you'd like to find out more about us, you can visit our website, playingwithpowerpodcast.com. We're also quite active on Facebook. If you just search for the Playing With Power podcast, uh, you can find us there. We also have a uh, Patreon going. If you'd like to support the show, help us pay for hosting, it's patreon.com slash playingwithpower. Uh, you can also reach out to us on Twitter at getthepower 88 or leave us a review on iTunes. So, uh, yeah, gentlemen, the, how the, would the, you... The Playing With Power podcast website has our archive on it, so if you want to go does. through the backlog. And then the easy ways to download us, I would probably go through mm-hmm. that too. So uh, iTunes, Google Play, Pod... Are we still on Podbean? I have no idea. I don't use Podbean. Yes, we're, <laughs> we're on Podbean. Podbean. <laughs> All right. We're on Podbean, yes. Podbean, Google Play... Stitcher. Uh, Stitcher. iTunes. Yep. So... Pretty much any of your stand, we, we if you if you're aware of a way to get podcasts that we're not on, let us know because I think we've covered most of our bases at this yeah. point. Don't think uh, we're on. Uh, oh gosh, let's have the other website with the music on it. MySpace. Sound. Yeah, we're definitely not on SoundCloud. MySpace. SoundCloud. Sound, we're not on SoundCloud, and what? we're sp- sparingly on YouTube. What's the What's the Jay Z um, music service like? Title. Title. <laughs> we're not on Title. <laughs> not not on Title Wave. <laughs> no. We're not black we're, enough. <laughs> <laughs> or, or rich enough, for sure. Hmm. Yeah, so that's kind of about us. Um, we, we went all the way back to uh, the first issue from 1998, and even back before then. 1988. Before 88. Yeah, what did I say? 898. Oh, I thought I said 88. Oh, my bad. Yeah, so, um, yeah, we, we started that, the, what, the Fun Club. Yeah, we went back even further at the Fun Club before there was Nintendo Power. Yep, and uh, we've had a number of uh, interviews with the uh, different guests, some of which have aired, some of which we can't air. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We we talk about the Fun um, Club, which was Nintendo Power's first newsletter, not Kevin Spacey's basement. Oh, oh, topical. Wow. So the reason why we <laughs> haven't been able to keep some guests or or air some interviews is because we make some off-color humor. Uh, yeah, we make <laughs> what, some. What do you mean? It's we like, have it's, some mature jokes, I would call it. It's a little bit awkward. It's like hanging out in Louis C.K.'s uh, dressing room. There might be some I, just <laughs> standing, I, standing I, and masturbating in front our, of people. Our conversations are are harmless, like mermaids and Star Trek and and shoeboxes. You know, just innocuous items. I, I would say if you like the humor of, let's say, Bill Burr or Jim Jeffries, you'll like you'll like our brand of humor. So that's not the whole time. We read through issue the each Nintendo Power issue cover to cover, and uh, we we crack jokes along the way. And we, we talk about each other. T- talk about the old games too a lot. So we know. do. We try but yeah, to go we're, through we're, and play every single game. We're on <laughs> we're on this in, incredibly. I'm calling it an awful journey, but you know. <laughs> We are on this journey of playing through Nintendo's library effectively uh, by mm-hmm. doing this. So, join us. So, <laughs> yes, uh, you're joining us for Volume 73, which is June of 1995. So, it is a time when the Super Nintendo is getting gray and old. So it feels uh, like we just got it, and God, these these generations just go so fast. They grow yeah, up. Yeah, I mean, they grow up on you, Ben. This was a short generation. Would it come out like ninety one? Yeah, I mean, 
Because, no, well, 92? Late 91? At the, at yeah, the earliest? late 91. I mean, and we're all, like... What, current generations, they go, they go like, a decade before you really see a, a console, like, truly phased out. I mean, yeah. so... I don't know, just, yeah. yeah, it feels like these early generations, they uh, they didn't have the staying power. Well, well, the Nintendo technology was 85 to, fast. 85 to, what, 90, 91, yeah. and then they kind of, like, farted out for, like, two years. Right, but <laughs> we're talking about, like, Jeez. as the... as the In the spotlight, yeah, five yeah. years. Mm-hmm. Which is... Uh, That's about hard. right. Yeah. So That's about right. So, on the cover here, we have an obscure fighting game called Weapon Lord. And it's got some uh, comic book illustration on the front of one of the characters. Which yeah, I, I, know, I, don't, I don't know of this game at all, but I, like, based on this cover, I would totally play Weapon Lord. <laughs> this, this, was, this was my uh, assigned game, so we'll get, we'll get to it in the middle of it. But uh, how would you explain? describe this gentleman? So it's, it's kind of like a, a dire werewolf, so like the white... Like, or maybe what's an Arctic wolf? I thought it was okay. like so, a berserker with a wolf's head, but the wolf has ah, horns. Yeah, this would be like if Jon Snow and like killed a ghost and put his head on his head. Yeah, but like that's clearly the eyes. It's what's. Well, it's also got horns, so it's. Mm. Yeah, it's like a it's, wolf. It's like it's a like saber tooth wolf goat. It's like a wolf goat. Um, demon kind of thing. Yeah, who's who's the um, saber tooth? On an X Men kind of yep. saber tooth. Mm-hmm. Shut up, Mike. Punch you in the face. Oh, you want his real name, Victor Creed? Uh, Ramhorn Man. What's which actor? It's like Lee Schreiber or whatever. Is oh, that God. His character's name is Sabretooth. Yeah. Yes. Whoa. Creed. That, is apparently, his name apparently, a... apparently, apparently, Lee Schreiber like struck a vein with Ben. No, it wasn't him specifically. It was the movie Wolverine Origins. That's yeah. what I was oh goding about. That <laughs> the one where so they, they just awful. rate Deadpool for like 30 minutes at the end of it. <laughs> just like, oh, here's this awesome character who's super funny when he's talking. Let's sew his mouth shut. And make him do things that his character does not do, like have sword arms. Which if you have a sword blade in your arm, doesn't it mean your elbows are useless? Nerd! Your elbows are useless because you can't move because there's a sword running along the length of your arm. You also that, can't isn't that a you also can't, character? You can't masturbate very well either. Fun fact. <laughs> yeah, unless your unless your dick's like a uh, um, a whetstone. Yeah, <laughs> then, you, then you do great grinding. You can't, you can't pull a Louis C.K. Apparently, <laughs> have you read these allegations? I had honestly, I had actually heard about the Louis C.K. thing before. Yeah, oh. Louis's been in the story. Louis's been in the stories for uh, years. Like, yeah, uh, but like Nataro talking about him, and like just like that, he jerks off in front of women. Just like, yeah, oh, I've hey. heard that. So you want to go over some notes with me? Okay, well, okay, well, you I had heard that a, on a uh, comedy a podcast before. Mm. You know, it was like, oh, allegedly masturbates <laughs> in front of people. Apparently, like Seth MacFarlane is a goddamn prophet because. He did that Kevin. He did that Kevin Spacey joke with Stewie like running out naked in the mall, going, "Help, help! I've just escaped Kevin Spacey's basement," and that was like six years ago. And he also he made, made the, the Weinstein, Weinstein joke. At, yeah, so I'm pretty sure he just knew about it. Yeah, he just yeah, had so heard rumors and put it out there. A guy that's one of the most crass people in 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 Hollywood, and he's like the most woke listening guy there. <laughs> Weird. All right. I love okay, it when so I love it when old people try to use kid words. Weird. Yeah. Weird. What? What? 
Why am I saying what weird? <laughs> hey, All right. hand me that wheelbarrow. So the this saber goat dire wolverine thing has like a giant stone. He's about to throw it at you. They're like, looks like you're on like the deck of a ship or something. Well, it's his hammer. He's got like a, it's a hammer because you can see it's strapped to a pole. Yeah, it's like a caveman hammer type thing. Oh, I didn't see the pole. Okay. Speaking of strap, we got Kilgore straddling a Super Nintendo controller like he's mm-hmm. like doing things to the back of it. So, yeah, yeah it's like a surprise here because you thought that Killer Instinct was only going to be for the NU64, but no. It says 16-bit, no lie. Baby, bye, bye, bye. So they're hey. showing how Killer Instinct is going to make its way down to the Super NES. The only lie he- is when I say I'm going to call you later. <laughs> Whoa. That's what he's saying to the controller. That's um. That's what everybody wants to hear, too, when a, when a new console is coming out. Well, guess what? This game's going to straddle both... Both consoles, just what you want. Mm. Like, your new game Destiny. being fucking handicapped by being on an old system as well. Destiny. If you're a cheapie, then you get to have the discount version of what everyone else is enjoying. Oh, what was the game? Was it Black Ops 3, where, like, the uh, 360 version only had the multiplayer? And <laughs> That <laughs> sounds about right. <laughs> I think that was it. And, like, and they didn't get the campaign, but it still cost the same amount of money. So did you... <laughs> Did you hear? Speaking of Destiny, by the way, did you hear about this yes. weep this weep cave thing that was no. run? So they have these things. This thing this week called a faction quest. So you're basically like earning points or tokens towards, uh, like one of the like the new what is it? New Monarchy, Dead Orbit, or Future War Cult. And there's one sector on Earth that you can beat the boss and you open it like in this like they have these little mini strikes that are called lost sectors so it's like a little cave you just clear out and then you get some loot it gives you three tokens for clearing the lost sector great so like there's a tunnel that you're supposed to take to get out of the area and like clear the the sector well they like coded it wrong so that like you can go halfway up the tunnel and turn around and go back and like just co- like every twenty seconds just reloot the the chest at the end of the lost <laughs> sector. <laughs> so like you're supposed to basically the the cap is like six hundred tokens and like the math on it is just ridiculous. It's something like uh, it would if you were doing strikes it would take you twenty hours of gameplay to get oh six hundred tokens. But mm-hmm. in a, in an hour and a half of just doing this loop on this chest you can like max out. <laughs> Awesome. Yeah. Awesome. So it. like everyone, like you just go in this area and like you, uh, just sitting around. Waiting there's for just like respawn. there's like forty people like or or like four or five people at a time because you can like it it zones out. It's the way they've coded the area is weird. Like when you're in the area where the chest is, it's not part of the the shared like world. So mm-hmm. like you're not blocking anyone else from doing it if you're doing it, but like everyone's just like happens to be in the same area doing the same thing. So it's just because re- like in Destiny that just doesn't tend to happen. So right. it's just like all these people that are in like some random little cave like buried on Earth like doing this twenty <laughs> second loop over and over and over again. Because nice. fuck them and how they they program these these events. So oh yeah, for sure. Yeah, I love it. <laughs> all right, let's dig into the issue. Well, so, well, wait, wait, wait. There's also what? the the new 64 unveiled. It's like on there. What? So they're yeah. gonna have a preview for what will eventually be the Nintendo 64. Obviously, I can't believe mm-hmm. they talk about Earthbound being like an in-depth coverage when you know that's not on yeah, the cover. Yeah, 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 yeah. We'll get there. We'll get there. Oh, you'll we got the subscription. You'll have your game. day. 
Yeah. All right, moving on in, we've got the ad we've seen three or four times now with a guy with the growth on his on his face slash <laughs> uh, um, button chops that have been. I'm actually from I'm the... actually growing that out for when oh, when I come over for Thanksgiving. You gonna do cosplay? As I'm gonna come guy? over as that guy. <laughs> that would be awesome. <laughs> hey, Your everybody, it's, it's the new turnover. I would be impressed. I would be impressed as hell. Yeah, I come over with sweatpants and the weird sideburn shave off. Yeah. <laughs> you gotta take pictures and post that. Yeah, uh, we can anyway, just we can just take we can just that a picture of Ben throwing you out of his house, and you so you can do that exact same <laughs> pose. Yeah, ran to the pool. There you go. <laughs> Your dad would be like, "Not in my house, you hippie." Yeah. All right, <laughs> moving on. Tale of contents. We have a nightmare of a background here. Oh it's God, impossible looks- to read anything. I was just thinking before I flipped the page, that guy looks like Limp Biscuit's dad. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Yeah. It's oh, the dad uh, for that. I don't it's the know. roadie for uh for Fred Durst. <laughs> this is road manager. Alright. Alright, so moving on in, this is the table of contents telling us about stuff we just read about. Weapon Lord, Killer Instinct, Earthbound, Project Reality, aka Nintendo Ultra Sixty Four. Star Trek D Space Nine, and then let's see what else they have. Dirt Track, Dirt Tracks FX, Super Turk and Two Prehistoric Man, and Jungle Strike, and Izzy's Quest, and then they get into special features about Life Fitness and Virtual Boy. So look forward to that. <laughs> and then Players Pulse. This is where we had the mailbag, uh, and the first letter. Mike, why don't you take it away? We got Beth Lee from Linden, New Jersey, saying. About the new changes in NP's appearance, they're great. Anyone who doesn't think so is a fool. Flip through the pages. You just gotta love the depth of those cool graphics. Oh, and I absolutely adore the new epic center for us adventure players. But just one thing, where are the comics? <laughs> uh, yeah. Well, they're, they're being brought up on charges, apparently, so. <laughs> Whoa! <laughs> Some dank spicy memes. <laughs> All right, we have. I'll do the next one. Rick Wagner from Kodiak, uh, Arkansas, says, uh, "What happened to the comics? Your comics are one of the things that kept me reading your magazine. I think they're really cool, and you should keep them going. If you guys make another comic, it should be about DK Country or the Secret of Mana." Yes. And they responded. What if they did a crossover? Did both? (laughs) (laughs) Well, Donkey Kong got a series that was done by the same guys that did reboot. By the way, did you notice it's Beth and Rick? So you know, conspiracy theory. (laughs) Sanchez family. Wow. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks for the two thumbs up, Siskel and Ebert, or Beth and Rick. Seriously, you may see a new comic and feature issues. However, most readers tell us they want to pack each issue with as many tips, strategies, and industry scoops as possible. You could cram those tips into the comics. I pack Mike's mom with the tip, if you know what I mean. (laughs) (laughs) All right, and definitely not in the witness protection program, Rick Innocent. (laughs) (laughs) From Newcastle, Pennsylvania writes in, First of all, I want to say that I love your magazine and the way the FBI treats families in their informant program. (laughs) I have only one problem with it. Your letter section needs to be totally redone. When I read it, it sounds like the magazine written for eight-year-olds. I mean, I don't want to read how people's dogs read your magazine or who can make a loaf of bread what looks like a Game Boy. 
I want to read some more interesting letters. Like, penthouse? I don't know what he's going for here. You need to talk <laughs> about what is going on in the gaming world. Print letters that are more controversial. You know, something like... They'll spark an argument. People will eat it right up. Bash the competition, Sega and Sony. Your system, the SNES, is far better than the Genesis and the 32X, so make it known. Your upcoming Ultra 64 will totally annihilate Sega's next level and Sony's lame station. Was the PlayStation wow. already announced at this point? No, he's totally. he's he's like a hypothesizing or totally not a plant. <laughs> totally not in the witness protection program. Signed, Dick Guilty. I'm sorry. I mean, Rick <laughs> Innocent. That's my new name. And now we and we have a uh, we have a photo here of uh, Mario doing the Heil Hitler to the rest of the crowd. Sega <laughs> Heil. There's good people on both sides, Mario and Luigi. No. <laughs> so it's well, actually, in legit, it's like a some giant. Of those, some of those Koopas are very nice to people. <laughs> <laughs> Build that wall around the Bowser Castle. <laughs> All right, uh, keep the Goombas out <laughs> and the Spix. I mean, wait, what? <laughs> Those Goombas—they keep coming into our home, our castles. They're a bunch of rapists and murderers. Why do we yeah. have them? <laughs> Holy shit! Mario's Trump would be amazing. <laughs> Stories, really, the best. You want to know? You just ask me. Ask anybody. They tell you I'm a jump at the highest. <laughs> My feet nip is so big. My feet, no problem. No problem. Did you here. see that that letter that like was run in the New Yorker where it was like his supposed secretary writing in that like all women love him from like the early '90s, but like it was a girl that like never worked for him at all. Like it was really weird. It was totally Trump making up like an alternate personality. I'll find the text because wow. it's funny, but. Anyway, wow. uh, the, the picture is actually a giant inflatable Mario over the PowerFest 94. It says, Mario waves Nintendo Power subscriber Scott Zelenka of Cary, North Carolina, third from the right, during the PowerFest. Say hi, Scott. And well, he's Heil. not looking at Mario. Did you say third from the Reich? <laughs> Sir, <laughs> say, say Heil. What? Oh. <laughs> hey, Gail. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> oh, jeez. Uh, All right, Mike. Mike, tell us about the envelope art showcase. Uh, a lot of these almost seem to be done from the same artist. They're very sharp, angular pencil crayon. Like, yeah, like colored pencils. We got Earthworm Jim, but uh, apparently uh, Snoopy standing on his ray gun. We got Pink Chun-Li. Hold on, hold on. I gotta stop this right here, right now. Somebody drew fucking Uniracers? <laughs> and where are they from? They're from out Canada. Jesus Ugh. Christ. Was that Mike? Is this say it says Mike King? Wait a <laughs> <laughs> the, I only sent them one letter, and those fuckers published a game and cut me out of it. So All of right. course they went and printed. So I found this letter, by the way. It was from New York Magazine, not the New Yorker, from December seventh of nineteen ninety two, by Carolyn Gallego, who, like, there's no record of that person ever working for Trump. <laughs> but let's just, based on the fact that I work for Donald Trump as a secretary and therefore know him well, I think he treats women with great respect, contrary to what Julie Baumgold implied in her article. He I do slaps not believe, my ass very lovingly every day. I do not believe any man in America gets more calls from women wanting to see him, meet him, or go out with him. The most beautiful women, <laughs> the most successful women, all women love Donald wow. Trump. They sound Sign, really beautiful. Not Donald Trump, I mean Carol, Caroline Gallegos. They sound really totally, beautiful on the phone. Yeah. He totally wrote that for himself. Yeah, he totally Did fucking, you? 
this came out like a year ago where they found a recording of of like uh it, it was like apparently his spokesperson quote unquote talking to like a like oh a yeah newspaper. it was definitely him yeah yeah and it was totally him but using a fake name as his own like pitch man <laughs> he's he's so weird he's the, like oh my god yeah well, I'll say just, I'll say one thing. The bar is now like set so cataclysmically low. A meth head could win the next election, <laughs> and I'd be happy. Like fucking, I would give anything for. Oh, I would vote for a potato right now. <sighs> yes, you're you're meshing this. It's so bad. I would. Eat, it's so bad. You guys would probably even vote for a Canadian. Mm. I would vote no, but I would vote for um. Who was the the Utah guy? Rick uh, Rom uh, Romney. Yeah, I would do anything for Romney right now compared to Trump. <laughs> like, I'm like, I'm, I know. I'm like, can we get Bush back? Is that? <laughs> is that? Can we, oh, can we? At least, that? at least he was a well-meaning idiot. All He's right, a nice guy, you know, <laughs> with so, his nuclear power pants. All right, what do we have? Well, in I'm, the next so, I'm sorry, nuclear power pants. Anyway, the envelope art has uh, it's a bunch of crayon stuff. The the most intimidating one is M Bison, who looks like he's like half a fucking deadite. Channeling a, a spirit bomb. And, God, you uh, love this section. You're the only person that likes this section. Yeah, well, this is pretty slim pickings this time. Like, everything is just, like, sharp angles and, like, done by, like, eight or ten-year-olds. Like, some of these really All look right. good last year. Next, next letter! Next letter! Chris Hart from Port Orchard, Washington, says... Washington. In the first great adventure, he traveled the lands with white and black wizards and fighters and clans. In the second epic journey, you laughed and you cried. You got reunited with people who had died. In the third and best one, you learned espers and spells. And you even beat monsters who store lightning in shells. And even though the first two were great to me, none will be as good as Final Fantasy III. <laughs> it's yeah. not bad. Yeah. Bad. So that's pretty good, actually. A, a Chris after my own heart. <laughs> oh, God. Okay. Debbie Mike. Hong. Poor name. Who's <laughs> in the top ten? All right, I'll do the top ten. Excuses to use when a rented game can't be returned. Oh, God. Okay, first off, that's a weird premise. Second, okay. Number ten. I'll pay for the game. Not. <laughs> Wayne's this World. Suit is, this, this suit is a black. Not. <laughs> <laughs> Number nine, I confess. What are you going to do, put me in jail? Uh, Number did eight. You, did you see I that video? A... Let him read it. Hold video? on. All right. Okay. Continue. Number eight, I gave it away as a present. Number seven, someone took it. Number six, I lost it. Number five, my dog ate it for breakfast. Number four, the game didn't work. You think that would be the reason to return it? Number three, my little brother sold it. Ooh. Number two, the game blew up. Why was it like a, was it like one of those Samsung phones? <laughs> anyway, <laughs> number one, I used it as a science project. The science project being, what the fuck are you gonna do about it, pussy? Mm, having but worked at a blockbuster video, I know exactly what would happen. <laughs> it would it basically says, screw it, it would continue. No, it would continue <laughs> renting out with late fees. Until it accrued, you know, the price of the game plus whatever the licensing fees were to rent it. Right. So upwards of $120. And if you didn't pay it, it would go to collections. Yep. So you would be screwed for your credit. So how was that, Debbie? From, Pare <laughs> from Paribo, Suriname. 
Where the hell is that? It's in the it's the north part of uh, South America, I think. Am I, I wrong? Have no idea. Oh. Google that. <laughs> so John, you want to phone it in with the uh, so like yeah. The there's a com- there's a comedian in L.A. that looks exactly. Uh, yep, it's right next to French Guiana. There's a comedian that looks just like uh, Joel Osteen. Oh, that weird goofy preacher. Yeah. The the guy that, like wouldn't open his uh, mega church up in in the in Houston for like the hurricane victims and got all the shit. So like this guy goes to uh, Joel's speaking at like a at the forum in L.A. and he, so he goes like dressed in his suit and like tries to see how far he can get into the event because he looks like exactly like him. <laughs> <laughs> and all these like church moms and stuff are like, I love you, Joel. Can I take my picture with you? Blah, blah, blah. Like. And he's just walking around the event saying, like, God bless you. And he's like, what does it take to get a fucking beer in this place or something like that? Like, you know, if you know, if you love Jesus, you'll let me grab that tip. Yeah. <laughs> Easy there, Louie. All right. Uh, anyway, it's pretty funny. It's it's on Reddit somewhere. I'll, he should he should be like the yes men and just go on stage and be like, I am now donating half of my church to the poor Habitat for Humanity. Like basically pledge him to do some actual shit with the money. As have him. you met Joel Austin? Have you like de- have, you know, it. Do you know anything about Joel Austin? There's no way that happens. Dude is a fucking tool bag. Alright. Anyway, reasons to buy Sega instead of Nintendo by Chris Amos of Collingwood on on? Ontario. Right. Oh. Yeah, Brandon's near there. <laughs> Onomatopoeia. <laughs> Onomatopoeia. <laughs> It'd be funny if there was a city called Hard in Ontario, because then you could call it Hard On. <laughs> Hi-yo. Hi-yo. Anyway, reasons to buy a Sega. Uh, ten. Mmm. Nine. Just a minute. Eight. Uh, Sega gives you a seven. There are six. I can't think of any more reasons. Never mind. So uh, Actually, I think number ten goes like, um. <laughs> Once there was a system that nobody wanted. It was just a CD and carts. You know they're faster. They don't have stupid problems like load times. All right. Which, which Super Nintendo game actually did have load times that we played? Which one was that? That was ridiculous. <laughs> was I the one that played it? Yeah, I think you were. It was recent, too. Well, it'll come to you. Anyway. Last letter from Melissa McCullough from St. Louis Mo says, I just beat the illusion of Gaia, and I'm very upset with the ending. I always thought that Will and Kara would fall in love or kiss or something. When they were stuck on the rat for a month, they started getting feelings <laughs> for each other. But when it came to the end, nothing. But for a sad ending, it was still pretty good. Well, he thought he had feelings for her, but it turned out it was just scurvy. <laughs> you know when I'm, you know when I'm with you, I, I, I get weak in the knees and my teeth start, hair start to fall out. <laughs> <laughs> he wants some citrus. <laughs> hey girl, come food. Hey girl, come citrus on my face. <laughs> I've got some Febreze for the bathroom. <laughs> it's, it's scented citrus. <laughs> uh, You're welcome. 
Like a wop. Just like a wop. <laughs> Sue. <laughs> I like that that still makes you laugh, even though you just did it. <laughs> oh, brings a, gun to, brings a knife to a gunfight. Just like a wop. Uh, I don't know why that strikes a chord with me. I have no idea. I took a chord with me, too. It's hilarious. Man talk, Kiki. Okay. (laughs) Like slaps her on the ass. (laughs) Scoots her away. In the way, Kiki was a cool boy. Meet Kiki. Kiki, Felix. Man talk. Kiki, man talk. Super I love, nice. that, I love that scene where she's like, can you pass me something to put on? He hands her his slippers. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fucking. That was back when misogyny uh, was cool. Oh, yeah. All, All right. right. Super NES Top 20. Number five, NBA Jam Tournament Edition. Number four, Super Metroid. Number three, Legend of Zelda, Link to the Past. Number two, Final Fantasy three. And number one, with a bullet, Donkey Kong Country. Tell, say what you want, but the people know how to find quality. Like that that's a good top five list right there. Absolutely. <clears throat> and then let's see the Game Boy top ten. Five Mario Land two. Four Tetris. God, it's still there. Thirty three months. Two uh three Metroid Two Return of Seamus. And <laughs> Seamus. Two <laughs> Two Donkey Kong Land and one Legend of Zelda Link's Awakening. <laughs> Do you hear about the okay, so in Scotland, um they have this thing called like oh what is it, berry wine or something like that? It's 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 basically four loco. It's like a oh, fortified yeah? wine with like You tens, have my attention. It's like fortified wine with like ten sodas worth of caffeine in it. Oh yeah, baby. So you get like super jacked and blacked out, but like. <laughs> so that's how they but, control like, those telephone poles. I guess it, it gained popularity because that that's Ireland. I'm pretty sure, but yeah. No, the camper um, toss is Scotland, man. Oh, uh, okay. Um, the we need to try during, some of this during. What was it called? <laughs> well, it was something like it's. It accounts for half a percent of alcohol sales, but forty percent of alcohol arrests. <laughs> it's like amazing. <laughs> okay, we're definitely if if our Patreon picks up with these new viewers, we're doing we're doing Listeners. A, a, a berry challge. Uh, what is What'd it? What'd you call it? Berry juice? I'll find it. Gummy like, berry oh, juice. It's, it's happening regardless of Patreon. Yeah, that right doesn't. Now. Yeah. I, I'm not waiting for that. We're gonna take this shit about five minutes oh, we, before we record, and we're I've just gotta, gonna gotta take advantage before it gets outlawed. We're gonna document our descent into madness. Okay. We need to smuggle it in across the Canadian border, though, probably. Okay. Yeah, I'll meet you halfway. But let's move on here. Most wanted. They have a most wanted list here. Uh, I'm just going through the top five. Virtual Boy, number five. Number four, Doom for the NU64. Number three, Nintendo Ultra 64. Number two, Mortal Kombat 3 for the Super NES and NU64. Number one, Killer Instinct for the NU64. And they also have puzzle games, but who cares? Next up, our feature game, Earthbound. Oh, man. This game's so fucking good. It's got its problems, though. Oh, it's problems. Called, it's called Buckfast. <laughs> Buckfast oh, wine. Just like your, just like Michael's mother. <laughs> Buckfast. Buckfast. That's when that's when you grab her from behind and say these feel like your sisters. 
Yeah. So I'm gonna see if we can procure some of this because yes. apparently it fucking destroys you. Yes. <laughs> All right. That's a, bad, that's a bad movie here. night or and or hard the making. <laughs> oh, okay, so we got Earthbound, this special oh, epic. You know what we could do. We it's illegal do. in the U.S. Damn it! Okay. Damn you, Obama! All right, you guys. Thanks, thanks, Obama. You, 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 okay, you guys reimburse me, and I will smuggle it across the border. <laughs> All right. Do I have to pay extra for it to be in your butt? <laughs> How do we recreate it manually? Can we? Is there a home? It's home a tonic. Version? It's a tonic wine. So that was another thing. Like during some of the prohibition, or so oh, that was a, it. No, there's never prohibition in Scotland because they would fucking murder each other. But there used to be a law <laughs> where you like you couldn't. You could only buy it like on weekdays uh-huh. between like ten and two and like three and six at night. Oh my god, they like, treat it like the Japanese treat Dragon Warrior. Huh. Anyway, yeah, they they, uh, they out yeah they wouldn't let that thing be released uh, during the weekday like most video games are because people would take time off to play those games. It actually That's... affected the economy so bad the uh, the Japanese diet had to pass a law. Okay, hmm. back to my more interesting Good story. Good story. Good story. Um, they classified this as like a a, med- a medicinal wine though or something like that mm. so you could buy it even on Sundays because it would be sold at like the chemist <laughs> not at the, at the liquor store so like <laughs> it helps yes. with my rheumatism and kicking your fucking arse <laughs> <laughs> but yeah a, a pa- I'll send you the mental floss article uh, mm. because okay. it's really interesting anyway yeah so if we got like a jug of uh, wine jug wine yeah I don't and think just like same. dumped a bunch of Red Bulls in it would that be the same <laughs> you, more like if you ground up caffeine pills and put them in. Oh, okay. But I saw a uh, Saved by the Bell episode that told me caffeine pills get you hooked. <laughs> I'm so excited. I'm so I'm excited. Just, I just I'm so scared. I'm about I don't to lose control of everything. They should have just like shown her like sticking the needle in and st- <laughs> at a certain point. Yeah, if you want to drive a message to drugs making you bad, like have her walk into the peach. Well, uh, what was it, the peach pit, or was that on nine hundred two? Part two. Jesse right. gives uh, a blowjob in exchange for caffeine pills. Peach pit was I business is booming was since she lost some of her teeth. Peach pit was, peach, oh Jesus Christ! Peach, peach pit was nine hundred two one zero, I think. Uh, I don't remember what the hangout place at at Bayside was called. I don't. Mm. I didn't really the rusty watch too knuckle. Much of that shit. <laughs> the moose knuckle. <laughs> the rusty trombone. <laughs> <laughs> the rusty venture. All right, anyway. Um, Earthbound. Back yeah. to where we were. Mike, mm. you yeah, explain this... the game, I'm going to get a beer. <laughs> oh, mm. prick. So, this is a game that takes place with one boy with the baseball cap, Ness. And it was like every good Japanese video game, it starts off with him in bed waking up. And the neighbor is telling you that his brother is missing. So he's woke? <laughs> well, he is awoken or something. But anyway, <laughs> you get told that your dog, you get told that uh, your your neighbor's little brother is missing. And this fat kid who probably smells like feet is telling you, like, oh, would you help me? And he's just like some slovenly little bastard. Eventually, you go out, you find the meteor. And then you wait. What meteor? 
Oh right, a meteor has crashed. That's where the kid went. He went to okay. a, he went to investigate the meteor. The first time you go there, the police have blocked everything off, and they brag about how they they are the best at putting up police blockades. Nobody is better than them, and that they got an award for fastest police blockades. So like the Trump of police is. Yeah. Okay. So the second so when you go back. That's when the brother tells you, oh, I think he's at the meteor, and then the police aren't there anymore. You investigate the meteor, and a fly from the future tells you that a threatening Gygas is coming to destroy us all. And then you get attacked by a star man from the future who has been waiting in the sky. I'm the motherfucking star boy. Here's a star man waiting to... That's what I was waiting for. (laughs) <laughs> oh, there are so many Bowie references in this game. You fight Starman and Diamond Dogs. Don't know that one. It was an album that he did back in. The- Let's dance. Gonna be okay. La da da da. Just dance. <laughs> Let the record play. <laughs> <laughs> so here we get a nice article with the man behind the meteorite, Shigesate Itoi, thirty-seven from Tokyo, who's a professional writer, TV personality, and game designer. And he tells us that... Well, he tells us a bunch of stuff. I don't know if we should read the whole article, because it's a big interview. But this game, I played it. The music is phenomenal. The play control is great. The music, when you fight enemies, is phenomenal. And you just... You grind by beating up, like, local wildlife. Like a good little serial killer. So, if someone hasn't played this game before, like, what are the big selling points of it? Instead of... Talking okay, the well, plot and all that stuff. Big like, selling what makes is it it gives you a nice safety net at the beginning when you first okay. leave your house and you're fighting enemies. You can immediately go back for free, sleep it off. Like you get your ass kicked or pecked by a bird or bitten by a dog, you just sleep it off. What is the gameplay fun? Is the art yes. good? Like what? Okay, yes. because I don't I don't care about not dying at the start of a game. I care about like what the makes the game is fun ga- to the play. The music is engaging and beautiful. It is. How long wistful. is the intro? <laughs> How long well, they, until you to fight someone? Oh, about like five or six minutes. Like they just establish, like, oh, a meteor's crashed. You walk around, you talk to a couple of the cops, you find out, does oh, it, they put up a blockade. Does it involve then, a young boy waking up in a bed in his yes. uncle and yeah. a distant relative's <laughs> you house? Were, you were you were gone getting your beer. Fuck this game, then. <laughs> bullshit. All right. He's anyway, at home, not a distant relative. <laughs> Anyway, actually, Ben, in your, in like you're kind of wrong. This one is an odd, oddball in a very good way. Like yeah. what Mike is impossible of saying is like it takes a lot of the tropes of RPGs and like puts them on their heads. It's kind of tongue in cheek. Yeah, it takes place in like an it. American town rather than a Japanese one, which that doesn't matter. I don't. Who cares? I mean, yes, it, it like it matters a little bit, but like it's the theming. Like the boy who's fa- like the boy's father is never there because he's always working. It's so kind of like it's kind of like South Park and and like Final Fantasy three had a baby hmm. like oh, it's South just, Park it's yeah, really, the guys from South Park whoa, love this game oh Mongolia uh, stick not, of truth I mean, was heavily based like, on this yeah exactly so, uh, so one of the interesting mechanics is that when you you see your hit points on the screen when you're fighting an enemy but instead of like a number flickering like up or down depend like depending on what you do it actually falls down like those old clocks that had like, those rotating numbers. Uh, like those flappy numbers on the cards, your your health goes down like that. And if you end the fight, by you take critical damage, 
And if you end the fight before the numbers drop down, the game actually like ends the fight and you live. So, so in the you battles, can take, you can take fatal damage. But in if the you battles, can beat the guy, are you? Com- are you? I don't care. Are you in the battles? Are you? Are you controlling a team of people, or is it just just you? Like in your team, it starts off just you. It starts. I don't off just care about you. what you start off as, and you make friends about- and you control the team. Okay, and then is it like? How many hours are we talking here if I wanted to play through it? Like, and not completionist, but just, like, get the story, do most of this, like, most of the stuff, have fun, but, like, you know, just have a fun playthrough. A what breeze through. Well, I haven't, I never timed myself. I mean, I always took my time when I Just a ballpark. I don't, I'm not going to hold you to it. Are we talking 60 hours? Are we talking 120 hours? Are we talking 20 hours? I'd say between 20 and 30. Okay. All right. Moderately sized game. Yeah, and there are, the references to this are fantastic. Like, you meet a group called the Runaway Five, which are like a, a combination of the Beatles and the Blues Brothers. You make mm. friends all over the place, which are references to either like American movies or. Um, well, oh, I didn't get to. <laughs> well, I'm trying to think about what can I say that you won't take a shit on or attack like a rabid fucking honey badger. Well, because, Mike, no offense, but you go like into these like. This is this is more like what makes this is this game worth your time? Like what makes it great? Like what are the mem- like what are a few memorable things? Not like well, I'd have to I say wanna, one of the I'm most sorry. memorable. I did, I, I did jump on you a bit. I'm sorry. Yeah. One of the one of the most memorable things is when you take on a cult, and okay. it's a cult of uh, like guys in basically clansmen robes, and the only difference is that they're blue, and they paint everything around them blue, and. It's a reference like the to blue an man a- group. Yeah, but except this is a reference to an actual Japanese cult. Who uh, uh, you heard about those uh, those um, attacks that they did with those bags that they poked with umbrellas and they had like nerve gas in them? No. Yeah. Well, anyway, it was based on these guys. Mm. So it's a great story. Okay. Well. I can't think about it all on the spot, but you can it's see okay, videos online okay. of people talking so, about why these. Things Mike, are I'm not trying to shit on you. I'm just saying, like, what, like, is it is the combat approachable? Is there magic? Like, break right. it down for well, someone. Okay, you have you have psychic abilities in in place of magic. Okay, so there is like and, sort of a magic element, which would be the answer. Yeah, they I, develop I with levels and also with story. So, so yeah, you, you level your characters. You fight as a team. So it plays like a Final Fantasy three. Yeah. Is it is it approachable? Do I need to fucking sit there with a fucking graphing chart and like tabulate things as I'm playing to actually most play the like, game or <laughs> most most likely not if you're paying attention okay like, it's not something you can really fall, so this, fall through because there's, there's this one game spot like is is tough but it won't it's not like oh my god like you have to be so yeah you fight like street games Man, which look like the 50 yes does it have any shitty 3D segments like mode <laughs> 7 segments no the closest thing that they have is a very is psychedelic backgrounds when you're fighting bosses. Right. Like if you look on page seven, seventeen, uh, yeah, well mm. seventy three. Well, it says volumes. Oh, it's just, I'm fucked up with God. This, you're like, retarded. Fake seventy, like fake volume seventy. Yeah, page thirteen. All right. You look at exhibit yes. nine when you're fighting the mole. You see that background with a bunch of like circular, like, yeah, rectangles. That's what I'm saying. It's tunnel. more pronounced. It's more pronounced on seventeen though. If you look, it's yeah, a lot clearer. seventeen is what I'm thinking of. <clears throat> Yeah, so it's like these things rotate okay. all over the place. The music is very funky and fresh. And there's when you play different characters on their way to meet the main character, except for Paula, she's captured 
and you have to go rescue her. But then when you get stuck with her, you, she lets out a cry for help or a prayer. And then you play this other character named Jeff who hears the prayer and he has to invent all these devices and shit to <laughs> leave his home and make his way to her. And, and as a bonus for the final boss, you fight a uterus. So enjoy yep, people. You perform, yep, your final boss battle is performing an abortion. <laughs> it, 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 no, it's very clear that it says like a threat will be born that will destroy this world and you have to stop it. And you yeah. you go down this this umbilical cord pathway to a fetus. And if they you had explained it. that to parents, there's like how like could you imagine like what by like a ninety percent drop in sales? <laughs> like, <laughs> but yeah, this game and, is oddball. It's it's yeah. well, it is you very play unique. A ninja, you play a karate master named Pooh. And the funny thing is, is that when you first hear, like, when you first take control of this character, again, you hear the main character's pleas for help. You try to uh, complete your training so that you can join him. And one of the things is uh, where you endure this this damage in a battle. And you the, the thing is to do nothing. Your job is to endure this because uh, pain is supposed to be, like... Uh, like a temporary thing and in order to master pain you must endure it mm. and you will hear things in the messages like you have not received damage your legs are broken you have received so you have to, you have you to have endure it, like, more damage you. your arms are gone now like you must take away your arms. Pain. <laughs> so in so summation in like a little 30 second like it's worth playing it's very oddball it's an approachable RPG like it's also iconic if you're going to play like only a few RPGs in your life, this is one that you would want to actually play. Absolutely. All right, and moving on, Ben. Weapon. All Lord. right. The next game is called Weapon Lord, and it is uh, a fighting game in the same vein as Street Fighter II or uh, Mortal Kombat. The main difference is that it was built from the ground up for the console, and is not an arcade port, even though it looks like one. So it has an art style that is very comic book influenced with lots of rippling muscles and, uh, uh, you know, artistic lines and stuff like that. And uh, the main difference here is that you fight with weapons. So obviously that's the name of namesake of the title, Weapon Lord. And um, the, the story is kind of, it has a story mode in it and obviously versus... Is it you your know, standard like fighter story where you like as you win battles you learn more about the character sort of thing? I, the story was was okay. It was like Do you get new weapons. There's one bad guy named uh, Demon Lord, mm. and uh, you so everybody's a, a lord. You have to fight in a <laughs> tournament, and if you win the tournament, you're the Weapon Lord. And there's a prophecy <laughs> about Demon Lord getting killed by the Weapon Lord and all this kind of stuff. Anyways, if, if, if you bang a girl, is she the Pussy Lord? So there was a uh, t television commercial for this, along with a music video, which I found. Wow. Oh, uh, shit. So I want to play you a clip of the commercial here. So okay. it's a guy that looks like a um, stereotypical Japanese like fighter with a red bandana on and black sweatpants with a red belt on and shirtless. Like just in the desert, sweaty, like punching, right? Okay. So that's how it starts. So he's punching at the camera and kicking. So he's out of breath. Okay, at this point, 
There is a uh, inflatable, <laughs> one of those inflatable punching bag clowns. Okay. That appears in the desert out of nowhere and makes a insane laughing sound. Okay. Rewind a bit here, and there's some voiceover. So, now show, it shows up, basically, a Kratos God of War shows up with a giant sword. Mm. He looks, he's looking at both of them. So he slices through the inflatable clown thing. <laughs> Weapon Lord. Combat for the cutting edge. <laughs> so he's standing over the body of this inflatable clown thing. And the other guy is, like, out of breath. So here's some bits of the music video. It's basically got the guy with the sword uh, swinging around, interspersed with the clips of the video game. Huh. It goes, I'm skipping through, but it, lasts, it goes on for like two and a half minutes. Oh, wow. So what do we have in this coverage? We have, that's Core, right? Is the guy that, that is like the Kratos, like well, he's Kratos before Kratos, really. Yeah, exactly. And he's fighting so he has- Z- Zarak? He's only got this game only has um, six characters, and I don't right. know if you can play as the Demon Lord. Uh, I'm sure there's some code you can do it. The the this game is actually still played today by some hardcore fans. It's actually really well liked for its. The cell shading system. looks really really cool. Like it looks it looks well done. <laughs> it's it's a very pretty game. Music's kind of like faux rock. It's okay. Mm. Backgrounds. It's all kind of the art style looks like uh, Conan the Barbarian. So of, what, uh, what you're saying about the parries though, like they're just yeah the block system. Well done. It, it, it mm. has like a a parry system in here because of the weapons. That's really kind of in depth, and um, so there's some hardcore fans that still play it to this day and are trying to get like a remake made and did some mm. like art to try and get studios to remake it and all this kind of stuff. The character art in the in the article itself is pretty hardcore too. We've got Gentai or Yentai, I don't know if it's an Who I looks or like Gentai. What I also found interesting was so out of yeah, the six she's characters, got some out of the six characters, little, half little of them hairy women, down there, but half of them are women of the six. She has a giant are. muff as her as her like as her. Uh, <laughs> her muff is so big it goes around back. Yeah. yeah. So you've got Core. Uh, we mentioned just he's basically uh, Kratos of God of War before there mm-hmm. was Kratos. He's, he's the one with the giant sword. He's like he's like uh, He Man and Kratos had a baby. Mm-hmm. And his and he grew up idolizing that Avatar kid. I would say skelet, more Skeletor than He Man because uh, the purple and the, the, the skulls. The, the, the sword kind of reminds me of He Man. Well, Skeletor is the same kind of sword, so. Okay, all right. And then we got Gentai, who is the answer to the question, do I make you horny, baby? <laughs> it is hentai. That's a good joke there, Mike. <laughs> uh, she's more, She looks like a succubus. Yeah, and we've got Talazia, who is some sort of Amazon, I'm guessing. Born high in the treetops. Talazia possesses all the qualities of a bird of prey. Mm. So and she's Zorn. got uh, sort of like a Xeno warrior princess type circular blade and then like big claw type thing. Zorn kind of looks like Turok. She's got a weird space between her toes. God, you're so weird. All uh, right. Yep, because that's what we all focus on is looking at people's toes. Really? It's like a thumb rather than a toe. Do you have a foot fetish, Mike? Is that the first thing you look for in a woman? I think this is the first time we've seen feet in artwork. 
He's the Rex Ryan of our podcast. He's just all about it. <laughs> all right, me. we got Zorn Welcome and Bane. Zorn and Bane. <laughs> That's non- a blast right there. Not Batman Bane, and then Devada. <laughs> so Zorn, Ooh. hold on. Zorn has a giant gaping skull for a for shield uh, with glowing red eyes and like spit between the teeth, and then an axe That's in his like, other hand. He kind of reminds me of Turok. Yeah, I, I could see yeah. that. Yeah, Bane was the guy we featured in the front of the cover uh, that Mm -hmm. we already talked about. I was bored in this game. You only (laughs) booted it. Bane is trapped (laughs) by a magical force on the cursed path, a frozen mountain pass that divides the land. (laughs) And then... uh, Devada? Devada. Klaatu Devada Nekto. Kind of looks like White Tiger from Marvel Comics-ish. Oh, what's the... uh, there's like a comic book character that looks like this too. I forget. Chitara? Like, uh, Mary? Yeah, that's what I was thinking of. Oh, okay. Good job, Mike. Mike strikes again. Yay. All right. She can divide it by zero, by the way. She's got a, um, one of those staffs with the blades at the end. I have no idea what it's called. It says twin bladed staff. Very okay. <laughs> complicated. Yeah, it's not a halberd or anything. And then, then double got, halberd. They've got Zarak, who was the guy from Cartoon Network with his late night show, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this is yeah, yeah, half I'm gonna demon. Right on my, I'm going to get up the floor <laughs> on this game. What? Good one. Just watch me. Are you looking? What? You're not looking. <laughs> Guys, look. I'm I feel like I should know this. <laughs> what is this from? Remember what was that show? Uh, Brack from Space Ghost. Yeah, Brack. Oh from Space, then yeah. They had, then they had Brack with his own show for a while. He was a little more uh, low pitched than that, but yeah, I hear what you're saying. Uh, yeah. Zarok is half demon and half spider. It's kind of like Doctor Octopus. If instead of uh, octopus arms, they were spider claws. He's Doctor yeah. Doctor Spider Man. Doctor Spider Man. Cool, yeah. This is cool character design. I mean, so the. I know you're not a big fighting game person, but was it like pick up and playable? Like, how did it feel? To be honest, it was kind of hard. I couldn't get an emulator that would play it right. Um, um, the closest I got was one that would play fine, but like the audio would c- constantly skip. Uh, it would just be repeating. So it'd be like, <laughs> and the rest of them, like, I could barely get past the start screen. So I don't know what they did for this ROM, but. It so it played sweet. like an autistic quarterback, is what you're saying? <laughs> On it, I mean, I'll, I'll look at my notes. It was uh, really difficult. However, they programmed the AI. Um, was, 32, uh, 42, time for Wapner. Hike! <laughs> so I wrote down... Uh, <laughs> That's not a bad joke. <laughs> All right. Todd McFarlane, art style art. Yeah, uh, it does have a spawn look to it, doesn't it? It's violent with visible blood. Um... AI is very good, extremely challenging single-player game. This was uh, developed by Namco, and this is rumored to be the precursor to, uh, as, a, as a weapons-based fighter, to development on Soul Edge, aka Soul Calibur. Let's see here, and that's about all I wrote. So, yeah, I mean, it, it was hard for me to play just because I was getting my ass kicked so much, and I was like, all right, I get the idea of what the game is, and I'm not good enough to play it. It, it wasn't a knock on like, oh, it's so difficult. It was like infuriating. It was like legitimately they were beating the crap out of me. You know, it was <laughs> yeah, like one of those things where it's like, 
Wow, that was impressive, you know. <laughs> wow, I couldn't that, really that be mad at it. spectacular beating. <laughs> I, yeah, I couldn't really be mad at it. I was like, all right, well, not for me, but I can respect it, you know. So there you go. That's uh, Weapon Lord. Next game is Star Trek Deep Space Nine. Crossroads of time. See time you at the crossroads. <laughs> oh, different songs. Oh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> anyway, yeah. All we, all we um, needed was Ben to do that. It's the Deep Space Nine intro theme, and then we'd be a perfect cacophony of crap. Yep. Oh, I'm sorry. Name. I was That'd... thinking about the Britney Spears movie Crossroads. <laughs> You bet the crossroads, crossroads, crossroads. All right. Um, do, you see that video nine for, do you see the video for that for that uh, song? Yeah, I watch Bone Thugs videos all the time. Oh, it's it's weird. Like this black guy's walking around. He's the angel of death. He walks like near a gang, waits for oh. the shooting to happen, then he collects like the victim. Oh, I do remember that video. And God then he sees it. like these two old guys playing chess, and he walks up to one of them, touches them on the forehead, and the guy's eyes go black, and he falls back. And then he, then he walks into a nursery, like a freaking nursery at a hospital. And like people are like, they see him coming. They're like, no, 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 no. And he just like walks through them and t- like grabs one of the kids and like walks into the light. <laughs> I asked for it. Good job, Ben. <laughs> Took me a minute to so, get there. So, <laughs> you play. Oh, I forgot, forgot it. You done? Yeah, I'm done. Well, how come I get the done after like two seconds? He gets to go on the whole time. Because I already nailed it. Thank you very much. Don't mess with perfection. (laughs) All right. So it describes the crew. We all know them. We all love them. Commander Benjamin Sisko. Dr. Julian Bashir Odo. Lieutenant Jazia Dax. Jazia Chief Miles O'Brien. Who didn't want to count her spots? Major Kira. I love her spots. (laughs) Major. I'll give her some more spots. Uh, Major (laughs) Kira Neris. Giving everyone a a major boner. I'll make her look like a Jackson Pollock. (laughs) (laughs) Oh. Okay. (laughs) So, my first problem with this game. Whenever you're playing a Cisco, it doesn't play the thong song. That's just... Uh, <laughs> if it was played like an 8-bit like thong song, I would have enjoyed it much more thoroughly. Let me see that thong, that thong, baby. He just looks at Jadzia. Old man, let me see that thong. <laughs> <laughs> it's weird how like the crews carry over between these series. Because like, the, Bashir carried over to Voyager, right? No. I'm pretty sure he did. O'Brien, O'Brien carried over from Star Trek, as did Worf later on, but nobody yeah, carried I'll... to Voyager, because Voyager disappeared. It, it I swear to God, I nine. swear to fucking God, if I, sh- if I prove you that he was, on, he was on the crew for Voyager, right? He's like the nope. virtual doctor. Oh, I'm thinking nope. the virtual doctor. That was Robert Picardo. Damn it. You and, your, you and your non-existent God can suck it. Wow. Anyway, so... My God at, is real. Your God look, gives you bad directions and, and terrible and accurate trivia. Looking at this coverage, you would think it's a platformer, right? Because it's like whole missions laid out in front of you. Yeah, it looks like you just go... It looks like every other 
substandard every great video game, you go right. Except it's not. It's basically a puzzle platformer. It kind of plays a lot more like Mass Effect than it does play like a platform. Like, in the sense of, like, it gives you a task and you have to work your way around these areas uh, completing the task. So it's much more puzzle-based than it is platformer-based. It plays pretty... It's pretty easy to control. Definitely an odd game in the sense of, like... With Deep Space Nine, you think you're going to be, like, having space battles and shit like that. It's like, no, it's more like clear out the, you know, the deck of, like, from from Bajorans and things like that. Like, Boo. Uh, actually, it, it kind of plays pretty... In- like, as much as I want to bash it... It's not too um, bad. You, you want to Bashir it? Yeah, it's all right. It's it's good. I would definitely recommend playing with this issue like downloaded though, because like the maps and instructions are make it a lot clearer what you're supposed to be doing. Like this game does not hold your hand as far as like mm. it's like go go find Odo, but it, like doesn't tell you where it's. It's not like in a modern game it would have like some arrow pointing you there, you know. Mm-hmm. But like this one, you have to f- go through all the doors and like all the decks, figure out like. What you're supposed to be doing, like it definitely just does not uh, hold your hand at all. So, um, if you're going to play this game, download the issue and look at this coverage because it actually is a pretty good Star Trek game, but hmm. it makes a whole lot more sense if you have the, these maps laid out in front of you with like what you're going to be doing. And they there's actually like it's like five or six pages here, yeah, all laid out. I mean, like this is a pretty comprehensive what you need to do for the different. I think this is the first time I've actually seen a platformer game for Star Trek. Mm-hmm. The rest of them have all been, like, you know, the flight flight simulator type games. Mm-hmm. In varying degrees of shittiness. But yeah. Except no. for that uh, Starfleet Academy one, which is pretty good. I'm, I'm not going to, like, wholeheartedly recommend it, but I would say, like, if you like... 16-bit games and like Star Trek, especially if you like Deep Space Nine, this is this is worth a play. I'll say that much. Okay. Very good. All right, let's move on to the centerfold here for Primal Rage, coming soon to your Super NES from Time Warner Interactive. And uh, Primal Rage was that uh, arcade fighting game that is apparently getting ported to the Super NES. It just features a bunch of uh, dinosaurs and stuff, right? Uh, yeah. And one of them, if you look, the uh, the one right under the letter G is a dead ringer for Earl Sinclair's boss on dinosaurs. That's a reference I never wanted to think about that stupid show ever again. But thanks. Uh, phenomenal show. I mean, what Awful. other? Sh- Not the mama. Awful. Not the mama. What Terrible. other shows can make parallels to masturbation and get away with it on television? Terrible Every show. show ever on television. But yes, um, yeah. So, <laughs> but from Henson whatever. Studios, uh, that was awesome. I love how Thor- the, the Thor- last episode is depressing as fuck. By the way, like <laughs> He's beautiful. they all they 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 realize they're gonna die from like reverse global warming because of like a like asteroid hitting and like mm. nuclear winter setting in. It wasn't or because like they they polluted the planet, which oh, they caused an ice it age or whatever. Yeah, yeah, that's right. And like so, like, they all well, are resigned. <laughs> they all resigned to accept their like their demise as a species like it's super fucking dark anyway <laughs> oh, beautiful. Uh, speaking of masturbation jokes has anyone else seen uh, Thor Ragnarok oh nope. that looks th- th- I, I want to see that movie so bad oh, commercial well, perfect I won't spoil it for you but uh, they've been playing a clip that I can't, I can't believe they got to air on network television because they make oh, a uh, masturbation joke on it 
I've heard it's pretty like a pretty fun. Is it's 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 where where does it well, like what's your rating? Four out of five, five out of five. Uh, it's it's way up there in the Marvel universe for me. How many strokes? Like nine out of ten. <laughs> I it's one of those ones where I might buy it on Blu-ray. Wow, which I rarely do. The last yeah, Blu-ray I bought was Deadpool. You, so you don't have an extensive Blu-ray collection. I do not. So. I have like the Dark Knight trilogy and Deadpool. So. <laughs> <laughs> That's all I have for Blu-ray. Oh, I have, <laughs> and, a stack I have of, uh, and a stack of pornos as tall as I have uh, Wreck-It Ralph too, but that's because it's on sale. <laughs> all right, uh, Epic Center. So they have like pre-coverage of Chrono Trigger, which Mike is gonna get all fucking jacked about. So it feels like one I should play. Since it's an, I'm, it's an I action played this image, RPG, yeah, right? I'm okay with letting one of you guys try it because I've played this enough times. I could tell you anything anytime. It's, it's arguably the best game for the Super NES. Is it like, an action RPG? Yep. All right. Yeah, I should play this as I never touched it. <laughs> That's what she said. <laughs> what? Like a wop. Mm. <laughs> anyway. Okay. Never John touched is, it. John is, John is short circuit. Kevin right Spacey now. dispense. <laughs> defense. <laughs> I couldn't have molested that girl, Your Honor. I was molesting that boy. <laughs> oh my god, did you see the, the shit that came out about that uh, Roy Moore guy in Alabama? Oh god. When he was well, like, all right. what the so fuck wait, is wait, 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 wait. My phone is lighting up with Google searches based on what we're saying. So now in my Google search history, I have molest that boys. Fuck you, you stupid phone. Why are you doing this to me? We'll I never stay on the line it. while the police approach you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So the Royal Mountain Community Here's what I know about Roy Moore arriving. before you tell me whatever Roy Moore yes. has done oh, recently. Oh, that cowboy cocksucker. I oh, know Roy him. Moore uh, brandished a gun at a at a political rally, like literally took it out to like try to make a point. Well, um, wearing a cowboy hat, never forget he does everything with that fucking ten gallon hat. I know that when he was asked if homosexuality should be uh, like punished by the death penalty, he couldn't answer. Like, he wasn't sure how he felt about that, whether he was pro-killing gay people or not. How can I, uh, how, do, how do you not say no? Because he's a fucking hypocritical, dirty fuck. Roy Moore, if I ever meet you, I want to fucking punch you in the face, you fucking idiot. <laughs> God damn it. I'm gonna... Like, I'm people gonna, like you are... People are you should... Like, I wish your mom had swallowed you fucking waste of life. <laughs> I'll make you eat that fucking head. <laughs> I'll put that out there. I don't fucking care. God damn. He's he's the worst kind of people. Like, look, Trump's an idiot Ignor- and whatever. Ignorant shit stick. But, like, this guy is smart enough to know better and still has those fucking ignorant opinions. God damn him. Anyway, so... So anyways, uh, the Washington... What do they do now? The Washington Post tried on down there to do a story on his supporters, right? And they're yeah. just walking around town interviewing people to find out, oh, yeah, did you hear back when he was, like, 30, he, like, tr- he dated 14-year-old girls? Doesn't surprise me. And so they interviewed, like, four different underage women who he, like, dated, and uh, one of them, he, like, took back, like, 30 minutes to his place and, like, God, got her undressed and all that kind of crap. He touched uh, me inappropriately when I was underage. And I was like... Yeah, and he'll still be elected because did, 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 did he press that gun to your face? Yeah. Anyway, mm-hmm. god damn it, that guy's a waste of fucking humanity. God. Yeah. Ugh. He, he won't even. He won't even debate his uh, Democratic opponent. He refuses to go and debate them. They might bring facts. 
Well, he's not, I mean, he's not a dumb person. He was the chief justice of the Supreme Court of Alabama twice. He got disbarred twice for fucking putting Ten Commandments monuments in front of the courts. But, I mean, he's not an idiot. He's just, like... An idiot. Well, he is and isn't. It's weird. Like, he's He's smart enough to know better. He's a dangerous idiot, is what he is. Yeah. Yeah, like... Yeah, he's like Mike Pence. He's... He's he's smart enough to know better. But Mike Pence isn't an idiot. Mike Pence is very smart. Mike Mike Pence is not an idiot in any way, shape, or form. Mike Pence is conniving. No, he's he just a has, zealot. Yeah, he yeah. just has awful, terrible beliefs. Like he's like just as maniacal and zealot, zealous, zealous, zealous as these other ships' brains. Except he actually has enough intelligence to shut up and just well, do all of his evil in secret. Mike Pence was so fucking ass backwards on healthcare that like he legitimately canceled a program that caused an AIDS epidemic to break down break out. Like yeah. he canceled needle exchange because he w- it made him uncomfortable and like <laughs> Didn't he say an, like if we become if the United States becomes like Canada, it'll be absolute anarchy and destruction. Like if we get like same healthcare as well, they do. yeah. I don't care about. Like, I mean, like whatever. You can feel that way, but like he literally canceled needle exchange because it made him uncomfortable, and it caused an AIDS outbreak. Like he killed people in Indiana when he was governor. Mm. So speaking, um, all right. speaking of AIDS, there's a new Koei game. Yeah, this is mine. <laughs> Rise of the Phoenix. Uh, I made it about like. I made it about five minutes into this game. It's Koei, so it's like a, it's like a battle simulator. Um, I couldn't oh. figure out the controls at all. Like, there's basically a lot of like, I don't even know. You're supposed to like inherently know to like order people to do things. Like, you're controlling one part of an army for a part of what you're, and you're supposed to inherently know these like ancient fucking Chinese or Japanese battles or whatever. The only part I enjoyed was like the first instruction was like. Uh, find Ting Wong, and so I was like, "Oh, I gotta find some Ting Wong." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they have. Uh, but, will you be powerful, Shang Yu, or wise Liu Bang? Yeah, I, you have to know one. You have to know how these games work. Two, you have to know Jap like ancient Japanese battle like histories and like. Oh my god! I just don't know how. Like I'm mm. sure these sold in Japan, but I don't know how mm. any American would have deciphered this. Like this is it's, ancient it's, China, it's, it's, so if you're looking up ancient Jap, 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 Japan, it'd be wrong. Well, fine, whatever it is. <laughs> just some, t- just some... T- just tell me I can tear through the uh, the Japanese the the Chinese farm side as hung low. Some, the very some, handsome some man. little yellow some little yellow history, whatever. I don't know, whatever whatever it is. <laughs> no, but I mean, <laughs> I mean all the. Oh. Would, would all those reports be considered yellow oh. journalism? Right. Oh my I mean, this game's on slant. I'm just saying. You guys right? are awful. <laughs> um, you have to find the chink in the armor of your opponent. And watch out for, watch out for Captain Zipperhead. <laughs> anyway, oh different country. Okay, okay, please break down. How the hell is a zipperhead an insult? What does it refer to? Uh, it's, I forget. It's, it's from uh, what's that? It's uh, from. Um, Clint Eastwood movie Gran Torino Gran Torino Zipperhead mm-hmm. oh. meaning Vietnam War meaning I killed you you're in a you're in a body bag oh yeah that, that could um, apply to any dead body then it's not racist then it's I just like figure I, this game I, I out somebody. for the life of me yeah. I feel bad for whoever had to localize this because like the five other people that bought it probably like I mean I, I just this is the kind of game where you just it makes you want to just mm. murder people even like, I wouldn't touch this game Take a look at page uh, 43. 
Lou Bang's got a purty mouth. <laughs> Lou Bang that. All right. <laughs> but yeah. Okay, let's power just, through. Uh, mm. What do you have to say about Illusion of Gaia here? Anything? That wasn't a game. That wasn't a game that we handed out because it's, okay. it's like a strategy guide for it. Do we want to take a break here? And, yes. Okay. We're going to take a break here at the end of the epic strategy section. We'll pick it back up on page 48. I know, hard to believe, with the Killer Instinct uh, preview preview. <laughs> we'll get through it. Don't you worry. We'll power we, through we it. Stay out, we stay around the hour 15. Like, we'll do it. Yes. As a reminder, if you want to find out more of our crap, uh, you can go to our website, planetpowerpodcast.com, uh, facebook.com slash planetpowerpodcast, our Patreon, if you want to sponsor us. Hint, hint, nudge, nudge. Know what I mean? Know what I mean? Say uh, no pa- more. Say no more. Say no more. Uh, Patreon.com slash Planet Power. Twitter, get the power 88. Uh, what else am I forgetting? Go well, on, Mike's on Grinder. Go on sure. uh, iTunes and give us a review. Uh, help us uh, get the rankings up, all that kind of crap. Mike, what do you have to, to pump? Well, to any new listeners, if you think, wow, that Canadian guy is funny, but can you get like less Americans on the show? Well, good for you. I have a podcast <laughs> called The Graveyard Shift, where me and a previous guest on this show, Sheldon, talk about horror movies. You can find actually, us yeah, at- I would say the selling point is my, it's actually a pretty damn good horror movie podcast. Like, I don't think I would uh, trump good up the for you. <laughs> hey, be nice to him. Oh, sorry. <laughs> Yeah, anyway, so sorry. it's at facebook.com slash the graveyard shift pod if you want to check that out. We're also on uh, the graveyard shift on iTunes and uh, Stitcher, Google Play. It's, we're kind of working that out. Like, we're on it, but there's only like two episodes. So we're trying to figure that out. So uh, <laughs> check us out there. And if you're planning right. on sending an email with a photo of your tits to the graveyard shift, just please, to, please CC. Playing with power uh, podcast at gmail.com. Thanks. Uh, no dudes, thanks. All right. Thanks, uh, everybody. Yeah, some dudes. Ivan. It's all right. What? That was enjoyable. I enjoyed it. It was enjoyable and horrific. <laughs> <laughs> we love you, Ivan. Um, all right. Thanks, everybody, for listening. I'm Ben. I'm Mike. And I'm John. And now you're playing with power. Entertainment system. Now you're playing with.